are planning your wedding? Are you planning it right now and thinking, why is this so stressful? You're not alone. With budgets to juggle, big plans to make, and friends and family to keep happy, wedding planning has become less about fun and more about work. Wedded Wellness is here to provide health and wellness tools to ease your stress and create routines that enable you to remain calm and strong on your big day and beyond. Because stress will always be with us. And what better than to cultivate wellness and identify your best self as you move into any stage of life. This is the Wedded Wellness Podcast. wellness listeners it's Ashley hey it's just me today chatting for the first time um I hope that's okay (laughs) excited to just do a little reflection on the year I I love so many podcasts and I follow along with a lot of different types and a lot of podcasts have done this whole year in review Um, reflection of 2019 looking into the next year and the biggest takeaway that I've had from from all of those shows that I really love is that everyone is really okay with being honest, or at least I perceive what they're saying as honest. And so I learned a lot from honesty, from those people sharing different things. Um, And I just think looking back, observing in our year, taking some time to reflect can be such a good teaching for ourselves and then for others as well. And I try to think of it less of a judgment of ourselves and more of just, again, like reflection, looking back, saying like, oh, that went well and like maybe this will be better this year. (laughs) It also gives us a little, you know, spark in our step to set some intentions for the next year. And, you know, this next year, 2020, start of a new decade, a lot happening in the world. It's an exciting time to be alive. I really, I really believe that. And so having some intention, some direction about where I'm going, where I hope the business goes, where I hope I can help you go will be um, really exciting and really invigorating. So I I sent out um, a little teaser on Instagram to ask what people, what my listeners are thinking about and really what they're, what they're leaning into what, you know, what they know is tried and true, things that are good for them, that they want to do more of, or that they just want to keep continuing on with that routine. And um, I got kind of a lot of different responses, but in general, it was it was more just like consistency in what already fills us up. You know, reading, more yoga, um, spending more time in reflection or you know meditation, being a little bit more mindful and slow with the way we do things. And I just that resonated so much with me because that's a lot of what I tell people to do, you know, just slow down. It's okay. Be consistent with whatever practices that you are in, incorporating into your life and and love it. Enjoy it. So, Cool. Thanks for sharing everyone that did. Um, I really appreciate it. So some things, you know, this year, 2019, I like to think of these as grows and glows. So the grows, the things I need to kind of work into and the things, the glows are the things that have gone well. I stole that from Core Power. Such a <laughs> a good tool. I love this idea. And um I thought I, you know, just could share a little bit about some things that went awesome this year. Some glows for me as a human, as a business, um, as an entrepreneur. Just again, looking at starting with the positives. So some things that went 
exceptionally well this year. Um, I'll start off is 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 my meditation practice, something that I really leaned into in 2020. And it's kind of funny how it came into my life. So I had done a lot of meditation um, prior to this year, but I would say it wasn't like, I didn't really know what I was doing. I still don't really know what I'm doing, but I felt like I was I was using a lot of those apps. I you know I'd read different books. I would try different tools, but at the end of the day, I didn't have any real routine. Um, and so it just when I finished each practice, I'd be like, "Huh, okay, cool. That was that went well." Like I think. <laughs> so when I I really started to think about my meditation practice as a part of my life um, was when I was pregnant with. Aurora, my second child, I would wake up in the morning and my body would just wake up. It was just like ready to go. And I kind of early, I would like to sit down and, and use again, like we used those apps. I used Calm. I think it was, that was the one I used most of the time. And I would just be still and use that app. And I enjoyed it. And what it allowed me to do was really get present and journal on what her birth was going to be like for me. I've talked about this on the podcast before. I would essentially manifest like what her birth was going to look like from start to finish. And so I every day wrote down, okay, I'm going to wake up in the morning bright and early like I normally do. I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to have a really great breakfast. I'm not going to feel any, you know, fear. It would just be uh, another morning and, you know, the birth would be easeful. I really wanted to avoid um, any medications this time. If it happened, it happened, but I'd love to just try it without. And then, you know, make it a quick labor. Have it be relatively painless. And everyone, like this, it actually happened. I mean, this actually happened. Everything that I wrote down in that journal from the time I woke up to, you know, the bath, the good breakfast, the four-hour labor, all of this happened. And that's when this light bulb turned on that, oh my gosh, like this meditation practice, this idea of getting really present and being in a higher vibration enabled me to to manifest this for myself this amazing memory this experience in my life her birth and so I knew that I was ready for a really consistent meditation practice and that I needed to do the work I needed to make this happen right like you can say I've been using this in my yoga class all week you can say that you do yoga you can say that you do meditation but you're not going to get the benefits unless you actually do that. You do the work. So I, I did um, some interesting meditations um, with this woman online named Lacey Phillips, and I really like her work. A lot of it is around pulling up past memories, re-envisioning them, allowing yourself to, you know, sort of look back and say, okay, this went this is still triggering me as an adult or like I can repurpose this memory in my life. So that was really specific meditation work. And really actually it was more mindfulness. Um, but then that, you know, I felt like it had run its course and I wanted to try something different, something that allowed my mind to rest. I mean, truly rest. Like I don't get a lot of sleep or I didn't at the time. I do now. <laughs> a lot of sleep because I had a baby at home, right? So I was up a lot nursing. And 
I wanted to give my mind and my emotions and my body this like true, true rest. And so I had had a session with a coach with a friend of mine, Gina, who's going to be on a future episode. Cannot wait. She does amazing um, past life regression work. More to come on that. But what I pulled from that coaching session, from that healing session, is that like whatever, I needed to find one particular type of meditation and just really lean into it. And I I wasn't sure what that was going to be. And so there was this book that kept popping up into my sphere um, from a different, a few different podcasts and different books that I'd been reading. And it was called Stress Less, Accomplish More. It doesn't sound like a meditation book. Let me tell you, it's amazing by Emily Fletcher. And so I put it in, I requested it in my app, um, my library app for audiobooks. If you aren't familiar with this app called Libby, holy buckets, it's amazing. It's, you just can rent audiobooks from the library. So, so cool. And it's cut down on my Audible budget quite a, bit, quite a bit. The only downside is that sometimes you have to wait a while for a book to become available. So I had requested this book, Stress Less, Accomplish More, I mean, like six months prior to, um, to this date when I really decided like, okay, I want this. And so I was waiting for it patiently. I probably could have bought it, but I'm just like, oh, okay, we'll see. And I went away on this um, work retreat in um, Colorado. It was up in the mountains. And I, I got the privilege to attend this session on meditation. And this session, everyone, was, was on the technique that's in the book that I'd been waiting for. It's called the Ziva Technique, Z Technique for short. And this whole session was on this technique. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I've been excited to learn about this. I really wanted to try it. It's here, it's ready. And as I was sitting in that session, there's a part of this four-part meditation where you manifest. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna manifest that this book now, this full book that I've been wanting to read for a really long time, comes available in my Libby app, which I've been waiting for. It sounds woo-woo, I know. Like, bear with me. So I'm in this this session learning about the this type of, of meditation. And no lie, I walk out of the room, I open my phone, my email, and get a notification from my Libby app. Stress less, accomplish more is now available for you to listen. I mean, no flippin' lie. Like, this was just waiting for me. So I read the book, like cover to cover, or listen to it rather, cover to cover right away uh, within like a day or so. And I have been practicing this meditation ever since. That was in June. And it's been, you know, what, six months of two meditations, 15 minutes a day, every day. And it's been a flipping game changer for me, everyone. I cannot say enough. What I notice about myself is that I just have a lot more energy. And that's, you know, that's what she talks about, Emily Fletcher in the book. What the author says is that like this practice will give you more energy to provide space for the things that you want to do. I mean, and that's exactly what it does. Like I've always liked to wake up early, but now I can do it with ease. I don't feel that slog of getting out of bed. Um, I feel, you know, I'm tired at the end of the day. Like I'm doing all the things, teaching yogas, running around, chasing kids, but it's not the kind of tired where I'm like, I can't move. I can't get out of the couch to go to bed. Like I'm ready to go to bed. I sleep well and I wake up refreshed on a physical level. Like this has been transformational and I'm so grateful that it came into my lap. So stress less, accomplish more is, is the book. Um, 
I'll continue to give you updates on kind of how this is working in my life. Where I'd love for it to continue to improve, the the grow, if you will, is to help with some emotional resiliency. I feel like being a parent, being, you know, a mom, being a entrepreneur, I just, I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> I'd love to be able to feel those, but like also harness them at times, especially around my kids, be able to control that a little bit more. So stay tuned. I hope that's, you know, that's what comes up next with this work that I've been doing with my meditation practice. The next thing that I look back at 2019 and just feel a lot of glow, a lot of goodness about is starting this business, is starting Wedded Wellness. If you would have asked me in January of last year if I was planning to start a business, the answer would have been no. I had no plans, but things just work out the way they're supposed to. And it has been such a wild ride. It's been so much fun. I, I It's funny because I starting this business has been kind of, I mean, like an experiment every day. Like, oh, I need to get an email list and I need to, you know, learn how to fix my web page. I need to look into SEO and just like kind of learn something new every day. I watch a lot of YouTube videos. Um, starting this podcast has been something that like it's always been a dream of mine. And to actually get to do it, to take the time to learn and to, you know, be vulnerable and put it out there has been so much fun. And, you know, I'm enjoying it even if there's only a few listeners out there which you know I'm watching it grow I'm seeing it actually impact people but it's okay because I just I really enjoy doing it and it fills me up um so I'm grateful to those of you that are listening and to those of you that have supported wedded wellness I I look forward to continuing to grow in this area and you know in the lens of honesty it's been hard it's been you know really interesting I there was there was a part of me that thought you know okay I'm gonna put my website out there and people will just be ready to do yoga, ready to do wedding yoga, bachelorette yoga, like let's go. And that's that's not reality. You know, it takes time to build clients. It takes time to get your word out there, um, to to get people to hear about the good things that you're doing. And so I learned to be patient and to to lean into the people that are already supporting me and, and do it with joy. The third thing, um, looking back, in 2019 that just really is a huge glow is just such a an up level in my life is something um that I call the moon circle so um hopefully the moon circle ladies are listening I know they are because they're amazingly supportive so when I got this man I want to say it was in like the winter last year we're at a little wine night with some girlfriends um these friends of mine were are, are have been friends we've been friends for a long time like 10 15 years you know we're friends socially you know th- with our kids you know pre-kids as well but I would I wouldn't necessarily say that we were like a tight-knit like group of women and we decided to get together once a month um around the new moon that was my idea <laughs> um to just share to get out there and and be honest with each other and with ourselves and to talk about the things that were happening in our lives, the good and the bad. So the first moon circle that we had, um, I hosted it in my house and we talked, I mean, literally we talked about everything and anything. And we started out the evening with just the question, how are you? I mean, literally just how are you? And the responses were overwhelming because 
not often are we able to answer that question wholeheartedly, honestly, like in a place of honesty and also knowing that, you know, this wouldn't leave the room. So we, we really got some stuff out. I mean, I know I did. I really, I poured out my heart. I I was working through some things and it was just able to share it right there and feel totally safe. Um, that first one felt like, you know, wow, we really got a lot out there. Like we released some emotion and then we started to do it regularly every month and just share. And it was funny because that first one was so heavy in a way. And since then it's really gotten kind of light in a good way. We, we have this group of people, of women that we can go to and share. And sometimes it's about things that we're working with personally or it's things with other people. And again, we know that it's in total confidence and that it's it's important to get this out to people that you trust, to talk about the things that are, are affecting your life, good or bad. Um, you know, we've talked through everything from fertility to family struggles to health to just, you know, parenting, a lot of parenting because that's hard. <laughs> um, and I know and I've asked, I've asked these women who I love so much how it's impacted their life and and they feel the same as I do that it's been a really big up level and so the significance of the new moon is that um, the energy around the new moon is you know it's really rejuvenating there's this idea of renewal of closing out you know anything that is potentially lingering or just needs to be finished up and starting fresh and so you know we we try to get it on the new moon it doesn't always happen Um, but if we can even just get together you know once a month come together, have some snacks, say how we're feeling and what's going on in our life. Sometimes we have a little bit of content. We might share some new information. We talked through some Enneagram stuff and um, I love to talk astrology. So we did some learnings in that area as well. But it doesn't have to be an agenda. It's just a coming together, you know, coming together with a group of women and sharing. So if that's something that, you know, interests you and you want to know more details, shoot me a message, Instagram, email, and I can, I can give you more details on that, but I cannot say enough good things about, about the moon circle and this gathering of really, really strong women. Okay, so those are the things that felt really good in 2019 in my year business-wise, you know, spiritually, personally, all the things. And there are some things that, I'm, that were really, really hard this year. And... I have such an amazing life. I feel so much gratitude for all the things that I've been given. And I also think it's important to point out what is, you know, plaguing us in a way. What are the things that make days harder, make more challenges for us? Um, So something that to me has felt hard and is ongoingly hard and I wish I had a place or I had something to do to navigate it is an addiction to my phone. And I know I'm not the only one who experiences this. I, I, I've read How to Break Up With Your Phone. You know, I practice a lot of mindfulness. Like I meditate, I do all the things that should enable me to get there. Yet, I just haven't figured out how to stop, how to truly put it down. And where it really bothers me is when I'm around my kids. Like I don't really care who's watching my Instagram right now and my Instagram stories, yet I pick it up. Like I feel that urge. And so I want to lean into that this year. I want to lean into the space that I have when I'm not on my phone, when I'm not scrolling through Instagram stories, when I'm not, um, you know, just doing kind of the mindless things. 
doing work, you know, like doing actual work on my phone is one thing. Like that's different. It's the mindless addiction that is something that needs to to move on so that I can clear space for more things, for more time, more present time with my family, more work, more energy, more yoga, frankly. Like I'd love to do more yoga. If I were to look at the time I spend on my phone and literally just practice in that time, practice yoga in that time, like, yeah, <laughs> that would be amazing. So that's something I'm wanting to lean into this year a lot. Another thing that has been kind of surprisingly challenging has been anxiety this year. And I don't know. I don't, I'm not a health practitioner. You know, I do a lot of yoga. I don't know where it's coming from. Um, and I can feel it kind of coming on. And I know just to take some time and slow down. But it's it's made days interestingly challenging when you know you're all of a sudden I'm like wow today I'm waking up and I'm full of anxiety I don't know where it's coming from and it's affecting me it's affecting the way I think and it's affecting my tasks so you know I want to learn I want to lean into where that's coming from this year like is it food is it my family is it my kids is it this work that I do is it starting a new business maybe it's all of those things like doing some investigating to figure out what's causing anxiety in my life because I can't say that I've really felt that before um if that's something that resonates with you and you're like finding tools that allow you to understand where it's coming from please share and I'd love to share with listeners as well because I know a lot of us struggle with anxiety um and then this final grow if you will or challenge (laughs) this year Full transparency, it's been dealing with skin issues. So growing up, I never really dealt with like acne or anything like that. But once I had Rory, again, she opened up a lot of doors. Weirdly enough, having kids or like pregnancy can sometimes pull any underlying issues, perhaps anxiety, perhaps skin and acne issues, up to the surface. I mean, that's what pregnancy does like it's it's just such a roller coaster and anything that might be lying dormant or at least this is how it's worked out for me has really come to the surface um and so I've been really struggling with with acne with these skin issues that are are just annoying to be honest if I would have had these issues in high school I mean that's that's really hard I mean that's devastating on a teenager on someone that's working through emotions and acceptance and so I'm very grateful that I didn't experience that early on and very grateful that I feel confident enough as an adult to you know to kind of let it go but it's been a little bit annoying and um I learned a lot about where skin issues come from Oddly enough, most of the time it comes from your gut health, um, <laughs> as, as so many of our ailments. Um, so I, I worked with a nutritional response practitioner, Nikki, who I'm really hoping is on the podcast sometime in the future um, to talk about what she does because it's kind of wild. It's a little woo-woo, but it's been amazingly helpful to me to heal my gut, to work through um some hormone challenges and to just stabilize like the my health not like oh I'm not getting sick but like my microbiome you know the health of the bacteria in my gut 
and you know the the way my digestion works days in days out is in balance and that has allowed me to actually like understand okay so there were some issues in the gut health like probably from years of eating food that I really love that happens to be super processed that just doesn't go well in my system or also like eating tons of dairy not good for me good for some people not good for others and so I worked through that it was painful and it was hard and it's finally coming around ah I'm so excited like adult acne flipping sucks and I'm I'm grateful that you know that's that's coming under control at this point in conclusion I'm very grateful that those are my big challenges for the year. I mean that these are pretty superficial small things and I recognize that and I know that there will be future years where there'll be bigger things that I've dealt with or you know loss of family members and and loss of jobs and and huge challenges. So thank you 2019 for giving me anxiety, skin challenges and addiction to my phone because <laughs> it's it's real but it's also like it can be so much worse and I'm so so grateful for all that I've been given so yeah (laughs) I hope that you know this practice of looking at your grows and your glows for 2020 is interesting maybe for you you want to do the same journal on it um share with me what you learn what you learn from this I'd love to hear so knowing that you know okay this year there's been some ups there's been some downs um I'm thinking a lot about what I'm going to lean into again. Coming back to this idea of like, what, what's my intention? Where do I want to spend time and energy? What do I want to do more of? And, you know, it's not, it's nothing profound, but it makes me super excited, excited about the year to come. The first is I want to practice more yoga. It's, it's odd because I teach yoga a lot. You know, I teach it every day. And I listen to endless, you know, books and podcasts about yoga. Like yoga is my life. How many times do I actually practice a week? Mm, like two to three. I mean, that's that's real truth. That's I need. I love it so much. You think I would do it more? So I just want to carve out more time for yoga practice, and that might be at home. You know, that might be practicing with my girl Stassi at Inquire to Inspire. That might be um, just doing our own little practice, little flow in my porch, or taking a class from some of my favorite teachers. Carving out that time is something I'm going to lean into. I'm excited about it. I'm committing to it. I'm putting it out into the world so that it actually happens. (laughs) Something I want to lean into majorly on the business front is the podcast growth and growing as a interviewer, as a host, growing the reach that it has, you know, making this something that is successful in quotations <laughs> because I love it so much and you know I've gotten really good feedback that people enjoy hearing it and I appreciate that so I want to grow it I want to keep doing it I want to get an episode out almost every week and um, I want to get your feedback on how I can make it better like where does this continue to go how can I make those tweaks to fill the needs of this world of wellness of life planning of family life of wedding planning all of the above. Um, I want to discipline myself a little bit more around those areas of phone use, which we talked about, and also discipline in mindset, which, you know, I've been reading a lot about this. I feel like it's been popping up a lot, but like those negative thoughts that pop into your head, they're going to happen. And I want to have the strength of mindset to say, hmm, like 
I see you and I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to move on. I'm going to detach from that rather than going down the rabbit hole of you're not good enough or you're not doing this very well or you need to completely, you know, restart because this is crap. So mindset and discipline in that area. Discipline and budget is something that I'd love to lean into this year. Um, Starting a business is challenging on a financial front. I mean, it really is. Like there's not as much income coming in as I had in the past and like there's expenses to this. And so being really, really mindful about where I'm spending my money as on a personal level and also through the business. So discipline in those three areas. And then the final thing that I want to work on in 2020, which is such a dumb thing, but I'm honest, right, is posture. I oddly have noticed in like interviews and videos of myself that I kind of crunch over and I hope that it's because I'm like truly physically leaning into people like I like to do that but also sit up girlfriend like (laughs) be a little bit taller find more length in your spine so posture 2020 hashtag posture potentially (laughs) if you also are working on that please tell me I would love to hear more I uh it might be just me that's okay (laughs) Well, thanks, listeners, for for tuning in just to me this week, doing some self-study, reflecting. (laughs) Um, Again, I hope this resonates with you and that maybe you try on this practice as well. It can be really helpful, especially if you are planning for something big in 2020, maybe a wedding, maybe something else, you know, whatever it is. Um, I wanted to let you know about an event I've got coming up here. Well, actually two events coming up in the next couple months. So January 30th, um, I'm hosting an event which is specifically for event planners. So if you're an event planner, you're a wedding planner, and you need a night of self-care, I have got you covered. January 30th is Thursday night, 6 o'clock. We'll be doing some yoga. We'll be... Um, enjoying a number of different services from some awesome wellness practitioners here in the Twin Cities. We've got tarot cards um, by Lake Asana Wellness. We've got acupuncture with acupuncture by Rachel. We've got Nelly from House of Ojas sharing self-care tips. Um, Who else? We've got Susan Ray who will be guiding um, astrology, chart mini readings, And then Dr. Claire Jessen, who'll be doing some massage. So again, a night of self-care and yoga. It's at the Anahata Collaborative, which is in the Uptown area, Uptown Minneapolis. If you're an event planner and wedding planner, whatever it is, corporate event planner, or you know someone who is, shoot me a note. I'll get you the details and get you all registered. It's a small space, so um, space is kind of limited. Love to see you there. And then uh, the next event I'm doing in February is really open to anyone. It is a Bachelorette Bash, February 15th, the day after Thanksgiving, or not Thanksgiving, what? Valentine's Day, at Lululemon Mall of America. We will have yoga, of course. We will have bubbles provided by Fusion, which is um, like a portable bar. We'll have a sound bath by the amazing Erin Anderson from The Gold Runner. And then we'll have a few more little pop-up wellness services just like at the self-care night for event planners. So come plan to get some yoga, plan to get a sound bath, get some bubbles and pamper yourself. You can come if you are planning for a wedding, if you're in a wedding, if you have nothing to do with weddings. The idea is I want to give you a little taste of what um, Nellie and I do at our bachelorette parties 
our self-care bachelorette parties, which are open to be booked anytime. You can book them in the summer. You can book them now. Um, But yeah, this will give you a little preview of what we do. So join us if you can. That's February 15th. That's at 1 o'clock at Lululemon Mall of America. More info coming your way about that. If you're not on my email list yet, um, get in there and subscribe because lots of events are still being planned for the winter and into the summer, and they're they're really fun. I hope that, that you're able to come to a couple coming up if you are here in the Twin Cities. If you're not, keep listening to this podcast. I love it. Thanks to all of you for being so supportive and listening and rating and doing all the things that you do, supporting a small business, supporting a fellow yoga teacher, a friend, you know, I, I appreciate it so much. I hope that I can return the favor to you sometime in the future. Maybe it's with yoga, with the goodness of this podcast. Um, but yeah, thank you for tuning in and be well. I hope to hear from a lot of you coming up. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning into the Weather Wellness Podcast. This is one of our very first episodes and there's so much more to come. So if you like what you're hearing, hit subscribe now and give us a five-star rating. It really means a lot. Tune in next time and in the meantime, take care of yourself.